Hello and welcome to a special lockdown edition of Full Starts Podcast. As we're currently in the middle of a pandemic, yes. uh, the entire UK is in self-isolation. So joining me this month, as ever, is Ashley. Hello. And Lewis. Hello. I do apologise if the audio is shit, but as Dan said... Yes, we're all in separate rooms recording separate audio, so it may come out a bit differently. Yeah, we're all... With a, what, a good 200 miles apart between us? Something like yeah. that, yeah. Finally living out my dream that I've had for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you do hear whining on my end, it's either the children, the dog, or my wife. Who is chained up downstairs. As per. So, mm-hmm. As per, yes. But the important thing is that both of these people I would free to zombies so that I may run to safety. Who's are? So, the poll. Last week we watched Beetlejuice, a diverse... Set of opinions to say the least, I would say. I mean, uh, there, was, pitched... there was two wrong opinions and one correct opinion. Oh, you well, count me and that's yeah, just was... one. Cool, cool. <laughs> Finally, count us as a couple. <laughs> uh, so, we pitched you, the listener, our ideas for a sequel, and you vote for your favorite, which this month was Ashley's pitch for Pingu at 67%. For yeah, Pingu. Because yeah. it was in universe. And I mean, <laughs> it was just Pingu. It wasn't it was just the episode of Pingu. It was just the best an episode pitch. of Pingu. It was the best Give the people far. what they want. Well, I got thirty-three percent with Boomer Juice, and Lewis, you got nothing. Which I think resoundingly <laughs> says people hate Beetlejuice. I mean, no, it, it says that people hate my sequel. Same which again, which again, they're wrong about. <laughs> so, um, I have a question for you guys then. What weird activity have you picked up during your lockdown? I mean, it's weird. Weird might be a stretch, but furious masturbation. <laughs> I just mean, you know, like no, cutting you... out the tulips or something like that. You know, something you just go, that, there's no need to do that. Uh, I'm, I've, I've taken to painting the house, but only using cans of spray paint because I can't be asked with a brush. Cool. Yeah, that sounds about oh, fair. I've taken up dabbling with uh, Bannerlord. That's fucking awful. He's taken up dabbing. Dab- Dab. Dabbing. Yeah. Like what, like what the kids do. Wait, what, Bannerlord? What the hell is Bannerlord? Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord. Which oh, if okay. you've played the original Mountain Blades, it's the same with a new skin of paint on it, but you have to pay 30 quid more. Oh, that sounds wonderful. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, mine's been writing down all the reasons why Rise of Skywalker is a good film. I'll, I'll just message the list to you guys now. Yep. Spoilers, mm-hmm. the list is blank. Let's oh. roll a theme tune. Ding, 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 ding. Always good for editing. So, I Frankenstein. Uh, it was released in 2014. It was distributed by Lion Gates Films and Hopscotch, uh, Hopscotch Films. Hi guys, Dan here. Um, as you'll hear in a moment, I actually misspoke when I said he directed a bunch of other movies. He's only directed one other movie, and that was Tomorrow When the War Began. He was actually a writer on all the movies I'm about to list. So apologies for that. Make sure that mistake doesn't happen again. Anyway, back to the recording. It was directed by Stuart Beatty, who also directed the first Pirates movie, Collateral. And most importantly for us, Punisher Warzone. directed the first Pirates movie. Directed, not erect. You can, I mean, he may have been erect. He absolutely did it. didn't, because that was Gore Verbinski. Really? Well, apparently he's well. He must have worked on it then, because he's down for working on Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So maybe someone's he was just his IMDb to get. As, I think someone's fudged. <laughs> I may have just fudged my research. 
but he worked on Punisher Warzone as well, which is I thought was quite you interesting. You don't say. You don't <laughs> say. This definitely has that feeling to it. Uh, the difference is this is shit. This is so from. shit. It's so bad. I, hey hey guys, I just, how, I, how many times did you watch it? <laughs> just the one. Oh, just just the one, was it? Yeah. Oh, I watched it three times. Why the Why fuck did you, did you watch, watch it three because times? Because I, mean, I, was, I was told maybe I should watch it some fueled up by alcohol. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, right, I'll, I'll watch the first time, I'll go in dry. Yeah. Didn't understand a fucking thing that was going on. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. well, I'm not going to watch the second one drunk, am I? So I watched the second one, still Didn't don't understand, understand what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And then I have to yeah. watch it again. And Why did you do have to it, watch it again? Because I had like no notes because I just didn't know what to say. <laughs> it was just this is a thing that shouldn't be. No, yes, I like, uh, no effort in it. I just, I just want to say up front, I am so sorry. It's what you it's not, fucking should be. I know. It's not that I bad. So, it's just it is. dull. It's so bad. I mean, would you like to know it had a budget of sixty-five million dollars, which is ludicrous. It is. I mean, it had a. Where did that money go? It right. made a box office of like seventy-one point two million worldwide. So, like Aaron Eckhart had to get paid twice because of his two faces. I understand. <laughs> but uh, how many two face jokes can you make? Oh, I have so many. Oh, just just the two because he's two faced You could make two. No, no, no. I've got, I've got, I've got jokes about how his face is. Is it like six faces because he's Frankenstein? Six faces stitched together. We'll get oh, that later on the line. So, would you believe it was based on a digital-only graphic novel written by Kevin Grevero? I think that's how you pronounce his last name. He gives a fuck. Which, which itself was a prequel to the film called I, Frankenstein Genesis. And I went and read that comic, and I will talk about that later. Okay. Because okay. that comic's he... not any more interesting. Did he write the film as well? <laughs> he was involved in the writing of the film as well, yes. Right. So, let's dive in then. I... I'd ask you how you feel about the movie, but I can pretty much guess. I can I can read the room, the room that only I'm in. <laughs> you just hated this film. There's no passion to it. With every no, fibre of my being. <laughs> I hate this film and I hate you. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I, I take that because this movie is bad. I didn't know how bad this movie was until I started. I I bought... I bought the Blu-ray from Poundland or a pound shop. Oh. One, one of those shops where everything is 99p or less and more. Yeah. Shops. Blatant uh, false advertising, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was in Ru- it was Russian. Yeah. So, like, the title card was Russian. Instead of saying, I have Frankenstein, it said, I have Fr- Frankenstein with the backwards R. I don't speak Russian. And, it was, and I tried to watch it in 3D. Why? Uh, <laughs> because I, because I, I I have the capability to watch something in 3D apart from my Frankenstein it seems because I tried and fa- I turned it off after the first ten minutes was like fuck yeah, 3D just as well never given me a headache before this was just fucking <laughs> awful I I can imagine like those those quote unquote action scenes where it's just let's stab someone and then have the screen fill up with fire so we don't actually see what's going on. Yeah, I imagine uh, that in three yeah. D would be fucking awful. Yeah. Uh, that. Uh, sure. Fuck it. Let's just let's just go. Two. So in two minutes, there in the opening monologue. I've, I'm mm-hmm. I'm right before then. I'm I'm oh, okay. Very very opening. First off, right. 
20th Century Fox, mm-hmm. High Company Russia, Lionsgate, Lakeshore mm-hmm. Entertainment, SKA Films, Hopscotch. Mm-hmm. That's too many damn companies making <laughs> one movie. It's the, the first 90 seconds of the movie and the company logos. And then, and then in the opening credits, it repeats all the company fucking names again. 20th Century Fox, Ike Company, Russia, Lionsgate, Lakeshore Entertainment, SKE Films, Hopscotch. We fucking know. We just watched 90 seconds of your logos, mate. But no, Lewis, you if, you'd paid, if you'd paid 15 to 20 mil, you'd want your name there more than twice. <laughs> it's true. Like, I'm finances, maybe. You put my fucking name in that film. <laughs> I'm starting at a 10. I need to bring it down a bit. <laughs> so I've not heard of Hopscotch, so I'm presuming Neither they're Australian. Are they Australian? I don't know. No, I didn't. I need to look that up because I didn't actually. That's one set of notes I actually left off. One company from every continent, apart from uh, it was one company, one continent I missed out. Antarctica didn't fund the film. <laughs> Mate, you're gonna love. I have a better. question for you later about where it opened up in, and you're gonna love. You're gonna love it. Mm. You, you ain't gonna get it. But I will. Share two, that. two minutes. Yeah, Hopscotch Films was Australian. Right. There's there's literally no link to it, so... Well, no, because they use... There's there's a bit where... Because I was really trying to figure out where is this set because they've got these faux English accents, but some of them don't. They've got Mm. lots of Australian and New Zealand actors. So I thought, well, there you go. And then, in the fucking underground or metro or whatever sort of train service, it was was Melbourne. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm going to guess that that opening scene was somewhere in Victoria. Melbourne looks a lot more gothic than I, you know. Oh, imagined. yeah, the, 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 all, it's full of cathedrals, Melbourne. Yeah, like, I, I you can't move like a cathedral. So I think 2 minutes 30, like the opening monologue, when he, he's talking about um, how basically he's a vengeful dickhead and wanting to kill for revenge and whatnot. Sure. Like, I feel like it just, it really sets the tone of this movie of completely missing the point of Frankenstein. Yeah, no, I, I was going to ask. I can't remember the book of Frankenstein. I think he does kill he uh, ki- the, the, he, the, a couple of people like by mistake there's a little there's a child that he drowns. Well, yeah. No, there's there's ones he kills on purpose I think it's doctor's yeah. brother and his fiance slash wife I can't remember. Yeah, I believe so. But I mean the, the whole well at least for me the whole point of the book is supposed to be oh Frankenstein's the real monster, not Frankenstein's monster. He's not the monster. Yeah, no, like the tale of Frankenstein's monster is a, all intents and purposes, a, tra- a tragedy. Yeah. Which is it, it, it's, why he doesn't really work as an action, as an action hero. hero on the same level as like a Dracula or a wolf. But what about a comedy? <laughs> we talk, I don't know, young Frankenstein. Yes. Yeah, yeah, young Frankenstein. Go see the theatre play. It's actually really good. Um, he gets named Adam pretty early on. No, well. no. He oh, gets sorry. it forced upon him. Miranda Otto's just there. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I'm going to call you Adam. Like a but, pet. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I understand your creator slash father never gave you a name. We didn't in the book either. But well, Frankenstein's monster okay, so, said himself, I am akin to Adam. Yeah. So, okay, let's let's do this now. Um, there are three instances instances of the name Adam in the original novel. Uh, quote, remember that I am thy creature. 
uh, I ought to be your Adam, but I am rather a falling angel. Like Adam, I was apparently united by no link to any other being in existence. And Put some I, sorry, and I remembered Adam's like supplication to his creator, but where was mine? Lovely. So there are references to the name Adam. Hmm. He basically went off. The, what I love about Frankenstein is how he was created, and then the doctor basically went, oh, shit, I can't deal with this, and ran off. And then the yeah. monster went, oh, I need to get daddy's love. I'm going to go and hermit myself with the books. And he just reads like Milton and the Bible and all that. And then just comes back and goes, Daddy, I can read. And then the doctor's like, fuck off. I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> Daddy, put it on the roots. <laughs> <laughs> if only Jerry Springer was around. I feel everybody got some real resignation there. Uh, so an alleged quote. <laughs> my son something. killed my wife and my brother, and now he wants to get his fuck on. How can I help him get his fuck on? I don't love my son that I made out of corpses. <laughs> Jerry, help. <laughs> so an alleged quote by uh, Mary Shelley states that if the creature had a name, it would be Adam. But that's only alleged. I couldn't find the original source, so I don't know exactly right. how um, true what, that is. What you're saying is that the writer of this the graphic novel and this movie has done as much research as you, a... <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. By that, I uh, mean, went on Wikipedia... <laughs> yeah. uh, there's also an apparent lost scene in the original Universal Pictures of Frankenstein referring to Boris Karloff's monster as Adam, but that hasn't surfaced as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but he's Adam now. So, well, he's not Adam though, Frankenstein. They call it. They call him Adam a couple of times in the film, but they also call him Frankenstein. Frankenstein's monster, Bill- the creature, the monster, and it. Yes. He does call himself Adam at points. He, he also calls himself I Frankenstein at the very, very end. Well, that that yeah. makes that was one of the reasons I had to keep watching it because I was like, well, why does he call himself Frankenstein at the end? And then basically, like the final time I watched it, he goes, "No, he was my dad. Therefore, he yeah. was Frankenstein, and I am Frankenstein." Blah, blah. I have, you know, I we have really are the last of us. I have this note. I have this note. I say I write it ten minutes in after she calls him Adam. I write, this movie's going to end the same way as Rise of Skywalker. They're going to be like, oh, <laughs> you're going to walk up to Frankenstein's monster. What's your name, monster? And he's going to turn to her and go, Adam. Looking Adam Solo. Adam Frankenstein. Credits. <laughs> it wasn't Adam Frankenstein. It was I, Frankenstein, but pretty close. You know, JJ stole the ending of Rise of Skywalker from this. Are we okay just to shit on uh, Rise of Skywalker for a bit? Sure. Yeah. 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 I'll come back to it later. It's a favourite <laughs> pastime these days. Yeah. Ray Solo. Going back a bit. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah I've got six minutes. minutes. I'm oh, at okay. four minutes 23. So, eight's my next one. Just a note. It just says, what is happening in this movie? There's vampire lizard ghost riders, and now we're waiting for Frankenstein, and there's gargoyles now. What is this move? Yeah, no, 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 Lewis. But how would you how would you do a Frankenstein film if it's not about a war between gargoyles and demons? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Point well made. <laughs> sure. Ash, you had six minutes, yeah? Yeah, six minutes. And it's just, ha, it's Jay Courtney. This film's fucked. <laughs> because you know the minute you see him, it's like, oh, well, that's it. You know, I was just going to... I was going to let that slide. I was going to let Jay Courtney slide. But uh, if we're not letting Jay Courtney slide, sure. I just have eight minutes. Is like there's nothing like a bunch of exposition to kick off the start of your film. 
and it's all nonsense. All yeah. of it's just nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but this is the, the specific weapon that will destroy demons because we put a little thing out. Oh, <laughs> it's but like... this this weapon you cannot have. Oh, but apparently you're strong enough, so don't use your strength for a weapon. Just don't use a weapon. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to hand you over to my other gargoyle who's going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> my name is Leonor, High Queen of the Gargoyle Order. This is Gideon, my most trusted warrior. You were attacked by four demons under the command of a dark prince called Nibirius. Fortunately, Ophir and Kaziah were on watch nearby. They realized who you were and brought you here. To our home. We've heard the stories of you. Shunned by your human creator. Lost and alone. You would be welcome here. Until we learn why Nibirius wants you, I ask that you stay with us. Safe within these hallowed walls. It's like, it's like during all this waffle, they have Dr. Frankenstein's notes, right? So maybe just what? burn the book now. Yeah, because they call it his private scientific journal. Is it a scientific journal or is it his private journal? It's a private scientific journal. Yeah, it's like it's like going. This is how I made Frankenstein. But also, isn't Jessica fit? <laughs> <laughs> God, the cans on her. <laughs> About the same time uh, just, as you just, just, note, just burn it. I've got a note here that says I f it feels like I've been dropped into the sixth movie in a franchise, and I've not mm. seen any of the others. This this movie starts at the end. If that makes sense. But there's the big storm the gate scene right at the very mm. top of this movie. And like, there's no build to it. Just suddenly, there's the big fight between gargoyles and demons. Yeah, it's it's, it's really just just immediately. Structured. It's so poorly structured. Oh but, yeah, but watch out yeah, for the gargoyle dude who will betray them. But he didn't. He just had a heel turn for no reason. He didn't do any <laughs> betraying. He just went. I don't like Frankenstein. I'm going to try and kill him. That's right near the end. We're getting there. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, right. the fuck over. Um, do you want to hear a fact? Is it tidbit time? Yeah, it's kind of a tidbit time. Did it, did, did it kind of a tidbit time. So um, the prayer that the Gargoyle Queen offers up at the altar is part of the, uh, the well-known prayer of St. Michael, St. Michael, the Arch Archangel. Oh, goodness. Dropping my words today. Two whiskeys and a beer in. Well... It's, it's all very strange. It's all in yeah. new territory. So, so my next note is, isn't until we're at a science lab at 16 minutes. But there's that big stupid fight just before that. So do you guys have any notes? The big stupid minutes? fight before then? No, next one's at 17 minutes. So after that big fight that clearly we're all too stunned to actually have any notes for. Because it's just demons. It's demons overrunning gargoyles. Mm. It's basically what's happening. And in the comic bit, it's supposed to be that uh, I'll get into a bit more detail later. But the demons' bodies always tend to run out; they can only keep those like the human bodies for so long. Right. But this, this is actually kind of important to why they're after Frankenstein in the first place. But uh, the bodies tend to deteriorate, and they need to get fresh bodies each time. They can't stay on on Earth, okay. and that's why they're always in a losing fight against the gargoyles. And the whole reason I want Frankenstein is to bolster their numbers so they can actually fight back. None of that made, is made clear. None in the of movie. that's in this movie. None of that's well, in the movie, no. I take yeah, it you've the, read the comic then. Yeah, oh, I read the comic, yeah. How is it in comparison to the movie? Just a shit. Okay. 
it has it has all the backstory you're looking for, and it's still shit. Cool. So, 1631, the science. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> no. Um, isn't it exciting to watch a rat be reanimated instead of, say, another person? I don't know. I might have given Adam a dark reflection to fight. Uh, that might have been cool. I don't know. I don't Seven, know it's just me. 17 minutes. I've, I've got what is happening. They were in the past and there were lizard demons and then Two-Face yeah. got a haircut and then there was a gargoyle yeah. queen and yeah. he's hunting down demons even though yeah. he didn't want anything to do with anything and now there's some evil yeah. science people doing future science things on rats and Bill Nye is here because of course Bill Nye is here. <laughs> yeah. But how much How much did they pay for him to be there? That must uh, be the majority say, of the budget. Bill Nye will million. do fucking anything it seems. No, I had to look into it. He doesn't do... He does a lot of stuff, but it's decent quality. It's not this. <laughs> I don't know. Man. I, th- I think... I think there's he been did like Underworld. Five, yeah, there's been like five oh, Underworld he? films and Bill Nye's been in six of them. <laughs> yeah. So just just keep in mind that he's been on Underworld, okay? Keep, keep that in mind. That's, that's my next note. This is an Underworld spin-off, right? An unlicensed Underworld spin-off. Surely this is meant to be <laughs> linking Look, somehow. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. That's the clarification I need. Lewis, you mentioned you didn't know why Two Face was suddenly okay with fighting demons alongside Gargoyle's work. Yeah, me too. Okay. I thought you might have some explanation for me, but okay. No, because again, having watched it three times, he just does a little turn and just goes, Yeah, I'm I've just been here for two hundred years fighting the demons and then also the gargoyles are gonna try and get me at some point, maybe. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Can we? Would you be shocked to know that the prequel comics doesn't give you that answer either? I, I, I no. I wouldn't. Same writer. Mm-hmm. Same writer. Nineteen minutes and forty-three. Can we? Can we stick the sound clip of Bill Nye in? Just, just the end of Bill Nye's introduction scene, right, right here. Okay. Right here. Yeah. Nineteen minutes forty-three. So there's a guy. I don't know who he is, and he's telling Bill about mm. something. We, we yeah. don't know who Bill is. Bill punches him, and Bill now he gets all, all weird eyes, and he's like, don't ever presume to know what I want. That's my Bill Nye. And the guy yeah. who punches, he's like, forgive me, Prince Nabirius. Like you heard the line delivery a minute ago. We put the fucking clip in. Yeah. We the music sting that came after it. This is the first time we've met any of these characters. But it's not the, the first fuck? it's not the first time we've heard Nibirius, which again I didn't tweak the first time round. No, all right. Because no, it was all in the exposition. Times. Yeah. It was it was all in the yeah, we have to fight the demons because Nibirius and also here's a weapon and, the, and then you're like was it? But new new information. Mate, it, it they, is there. If they said it, they said it like we have to fight the demons because Nibirius <laughs> is coming and he's gonna do stuff. But they, they said it, but they just sandwiched it in with so much other junk, like we're gargoyles, we go to heaven for some reason, and God told us to do this or what. And we used to just hang out on, on buildings, but also Nibirius, but also weapons. <laughs> I just thought because of the delivery that the movie was demanding that I had read the graphic novel or have a working knowledge of like 15th century demonology. <laughs> do you know what if you read the graphic novel you do go in slightly more armed I mean you're armed with a stick but you go in armed but for 65 million 
targeting only those people that have read the graphic novel that exists online only and only those people that have a working knowledge of 15th century demonology those are two very niche markets to hedge your bets on well do you want to know something you can go and get that comic for free oh, no fucking did i did <laughs> i went and got it for free so i could read this for you oh wait um, there's, there's something i want to backtrack yeah so you, when two-face turns up with a new haircut he does he does one of his many voiceovers Mm. Yeah, he says the human world had changed in the time I had been gone, but some things had not changed. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, man, I know. Look, anyway, Starbucks was there before. <laughs> um, the Queen, uh, she turns up after Adam's been captured again by the gargoyles. And she just carries on with the conversation after like 200 years, like nothing happened. Yeah. Just walks right back in the room and like carries on. You are destined It's like, whoa, love, you haven't seen him in 200 years. Not even a hello. Ours is a war that must be fought in the shadows. It is not an open battlefield for you to do as you please. Descending demons, aren't I? Do not pretend that you are doing this for us or mankind. You care only about yourself, Adam. Maybe have another, you know, like, a, what the hell are you doing? Why Hello, are you Frankie. Right, <laughs> so the demons. <laughs> no, it's not, she doesn't get a hello. It's just like the demons are attacking here. They even do, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just picks no, up I'm, mid-sentence. Yeah. Yeah, Im- imagine if she said, oh, hello, Adam. And she went, no, I don't use that name anymore. No, <laughs> like, oh, but that's I named you that. Name. Yeah, that's, that's why I don't use it. I go with Philomena these days. But, 20. you know, you, you brought up a good point like, about why do gargoyles go to heaven? That's a great Gosh, joke. Well, it's a great joke. I know the punchline. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> but the thing is, why do all these movies between, like, good and evil forces, like, the good guys are always outnumbered? And it, it basically states that God has abandoned them and is quite happy to let them die and let the bad guys win. So why on earth would you fight for a God that won't help you? God like, is yeah, Superman. I don't know if you've noticed this in like any movie where there's like evil and good people, where it's just like, oh yeah, um, you know, we fight for good, but God won't help us, but the devil will really help out those guys. Mm. I, I don't, I just don't get it. Well, a lot of them, so going to have to reference Supernatural here, which is terrible. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, they, they use the whole, oh, God has gone, and then the angels are all bickering amongst themselves. And but everyone in hell's pretty much got their shit together. Yeah. And they they use that as a storytelling point as kind of like the, the anti heroes. So you can kind of side with them a bit more. And because if heaven's all in disarray, you don't really know who to side for up there. But you yeah. want to side for the good side. So they just kind of use it as a well, the evil side of not so evil, they've got democracy and shit and they know what they're doing. That's, That's pretty kind of what well, they all use it for. Preacher does the same thing. God's gone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what I'm saying is, is, is the idea is kind of played out. Now the idea that God's gone or God won't help you or God is dead and therefore you must do good things whilst the devil's super organized, nine to five like a well-oiled machine. Uh, I kind of get it. I've seen this enough now. There's yeah. not much really you can do it that's interesting well, with that story. But all we know, the devil's buggered off as well. We've just got this Prince Niberius dude. We don't know where he is. Is, why is he a prince? What's the feudal system of hell oh, like? The, the <laughs> comics tell you why he's a prince, but I'll okay. get there later. All right. 
Do you want a tip bit? I want to go back yes. to one thing that Ashley said about Supernatural. Yeah. I just want to ask him who his favourite brother is. Um, Ooh. One, one's called Sam, right? Are yeah, you, you got Sam, Sam, are you Sam and Dean. Stan or a Dean dildo? I, I think I, I, I'm, I'm edging towards a Dean dildo. Are you yeah. edging? edging on a dildo? Loving edging. Yeah. Sounds so, reliable, but Dean's Dean's he's got that bit of a you know wild side that you think, oh, where's he gonna go? Never seen an episode. Tidbit time. No, no. Tidbit, yeah. So Eckhart described his character as so tidbit time. So um Eckhart, that is Aaron Eckhart, described his character as so. Frankenstein is an is an intelligent, evolved man, and that's how he's portrayed in this movie for sure. Not so intelligent, though, as he's playing, as he's not playing Frankenstein, but Frankenstein's monster. So, yeah. not that intelligent, really. But then the movie refers to him as Frankenstein. Yeah. It's like calling you by your surname. It's, it's the same thing. I think there's one person that calls him well, his surname is Monster. Like Bill Nye. <laughs> That's yeah. his middle name. <laughs> that, means that, was my, that was my father. Mr. Monster, do you? Yeah. So yeah, this is where the oh no, sorry, this is where the, the big Schmoss fight happens at the beginning of twenty eight oh four where they're fighting at the cathedral. I'm at twenty two. Okay. Twenty two is that I, I don't know whose fault it'll be. It might be the production dad, the designer, the cinematographer, the set builders, but everything in the movie looks like it was made by Smithy's joke shop. Smithy's joke shop. <laughs> like movies like everything has this rubbery look. But, yeah, definitely look. the special effects. Are you saying that the stone gargoyles, gargoyles <laughs> made of stone, look like rubber? And I'm talking about the drill. physical props as well, like the golden chests and whatnot. They just look like they, they oh, been, right. like it, it looks like gold leaf, like it's been just carefully put on by a chef. Probably was, to be honest. It's great it, tough. Movie, in the, movies like in the comics, one. yeah. Is there much artistic difference between the gargoyles and the demons, or do they look exactly the same? Just one of them has wings. Um, to be honest, they it is kind of hard to tell, but the demons have a more orangey color to them, right? An orangey brown. I was so and confused. I thought, initially, I thought the demons also had wings when the gargoyles I, were flying about. I know, right? Yeah, I was like, who who are these gray fucks fighting these other gray fucks, looking <laughs> like orcs with wings? It's such a gray movie. <laughs> it is. It's so muddy and just like. Like just turn the brightness up by like grays and dark blues and blacks. It's until you kill a demon and it's nothing but orange. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, you kill a demon, they go it's orange, and then you kill a uh, a gargoyle, and it's like one shining blue light which lights up nothing in the surrounding area. The movie works on movie poster logic. Teal and blue is attractive on a movie poster, so yeah, it must be attractive too. in the movie. Yeah. Sake. <laughs> movies like this I mean, make me look at fucking Van Helsing and The Mummy 3 fondly and that makes me angry <laughs> I almost picked Van Helsing but I couldn't after this <laughs> I think we'll veto that forever now it's just off the list after this although it might after uh, this it might be fucking brilliant Van Helsing is nowhere near as bad you, there's a plot to Van Helsing you can follow it it's got a machine crossbow <laughs> yes it does and I think that's cool a machine crossbow would have greatly improved this movie. <laughs> Anything would have greatly improved this movie. If it's a normal machine crossbow, but batons. we put a little symbol on it so it kills demons. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
so the only reason, the only note I have at 28 minutes is why is the the all hope is lost fight at the beginning of the film? Like this, because like, Frankie, overrun, but like because Frankie didn't have any hope, and this is his one moment for him to go. Oh no! Now I have to save the queen away for no reason. <laughs> the thing is, so my next note is at 37 minutes, and it's almost identical. It's like here's a bunch of dead guys ready to reanimate. Why is this not at the end of the film again? I will admit, like that, the big fight scene when all the demons are running over the rooftop and there's a big swarm. I, I looked at that and I was, I was oh, okay. I like a swarm. And then that was yeah. it. That, that was that was my only. That was all I could give the movie because the rest of it was dog shit. It is. It is though. It wasn't even a big swarm. Looking back, it was a small swarm. I think it's, they, they say like, oh, well, a lot of our gargoyles. You know, we've lost lots of our men here, but they seem to have an infinite amount of about seven people at any yes. one time. Yeah, and we were introduced to like three main gargoyles, and they all died before the end, except for the Queen. Yeah, but there was Jai Courtney, there was the Aussie bloke and his love interest, and that was it. Um, mm. What wasn't there? Um, wasn't there an Asian dude? Uh, yeah, he's he's technically Australian. Oh, okay. Right, the the one with the the arm blades. Yeah. No, he lives to the end. Uh, no, he gets killed during one of the fights, and then his girlfriend's like, "Oh no, kill me too, so I can go to heaven with him." <laughs> yeah. No. There, there was a dude who no, looked he, exactly like him, though. There was, yeah, yeah. I guess, no, because there's definitely a dude with those arm blades at the end, because they make a point of showing you retracting his arm blades as a gargoyle. Yeah, it was a different dude who looked exactly the same with arm blades. No, I'm sorry, I don't buy that. Hand me down. Hand me down arm blades. You know, in how in Lord of the Rings, like we know, at Helm's Deep, we know how many orcs the army, like how many orcs there are, how many there are humans there are at Helm's Deep, and whatnot. How many good guys? How many bad guys? And we know what the stakes are. Yep. Mm. Fucking none of that here. <laughs> I don't know who's good and who's bad. How well, many know, there are of each? We know that mm-hmm. demon numbers count for something because they're making these human dead pods. So as soon as they become demons, then they're one automatically. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Supposed to be immortal bodies, I think, is the idea. Maybe the gargoyles have just got shitloads of concrete stored and they're ready to go as well. They're just moulds of themselves. Yeah, that's all they need. <laughs> just get some moulds. And then what, just throw a bit of holy water on it and go, right, you're blessed, you've yeah. got a soul now, off you yeah. go. Fine. They got a bunch of medieval Italian architects chained up in a in a dungeon just to, <laughs> to create some new ones. Thirty five uh, minutes and ten is where I'm okay. jumping to. Thirty nine fifty four is my next note. Just, just so little to talk about this movie. It's just a quick note. The effect where um the Jag Courtney gargoyle flies the gargoyle queen out of the roof, out of the roof yeah. hole after she's been kidnapped, and he rescues her, picks her up, flies her out the roof, gives the bad guy Frankenstein's book. As they're flying out the roof, that might be the worst visual effect I have ever seen. So janky. I've seen Spawn as well. You've seen Remo Williams. I've seen Remo Williams. (laughs) But talking CGI only, it's fucking awful. So bad it's not good. (laughs) So bad. Just so bad. I do. I am struggling to think of a worse CGI. And I... There, there's got to be. There's surely they're out there. We've probably seen something. No. 
There's not actually. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at um my DVD <laughs> rep, and I am struggling. Dan's got a filter on Zoom. Yeah, right now. it just looks like he's looking at the Earth. Just, just looking he's out into staring space. off into space. Um, out the window. Dan's giant face. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the entirety of Moulin Rouge looks worse, but you know that's neither here nor there. Mm. Anyway, thirty-nine fifty-four. That's not how. Oh God. Okay. So Frankenstein enters a big room filled with. It's got a giant machine in it, or some nefarious contraption filled with humans or demons or lizard men maybe uh, and the music yeah. swells blah, 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 blah. because we know now as the audience we know that this machine this nefarious contraption we know fuck all about it we know it's going to reanimate a thing we don't yeah, he know tells that at this point no at this no, point he, we know we know We've seen all about it. He just walks into the room and we see the machine. And as the, the, we get the music sting, he looks at it. You know, fuck all about it, and neither does Frankenstein at this point. Well, no, well we, he, he does because he immediately goes to the Queen and then tells her there's a chamber full of bodies ready to animate. In the scene afterwards, but in the scene itself, we get the big music sting, we get the dramatic mm. stuff, but we have been told, fuck all about what this machine is, what the demon's plan is. What, why there's a great big machine there filled with bodies of some shape or oh, form. that machine, right, yeah. No, that fair enough. machine, yeah. Dan, you is that... In. This movie, I... right, this movie is the 90-minute theatrical equivalent of those, like, those wholesome videos that your aunt shares on Facebook. The ones that hmm. are scored with, like, they're scored with really sappy music and they've got captions on, like, this man buried his wife with with one of his testicles as a necklace because she really loved his bollocks. Isn't that lovely? Doesn't that make you feel great? The video tells you with the music and the captions what you're feeling. And this music tries oh, to right. do the exact same thing, and it has done multiple times now. We're not even halfway through. The music is ominous, so you must feel bad. Fuck this movie. I've got a feeling there's a cut scene here, or a cut slither of something, because I've later on... In- there's a cut fucking movie. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But it should have been, but I got because later on hmm. we get when when spoiler an animated body does happen, we get cut back to this room, and there's an old blue goblin man who goes, "Thank you, Doctor Wade. Now I can animate the bodies." <laughs> and like, who the fuck are you? We've never seen you before. <laughs> he shows he shows yeah. up for a good five seconds. That's a good point. He's just some dude, some other scientist that wasn't there before. He's like a demon scientist. They have their scientists, but he's like, underground backup scientist. Sneaky, (laughs) sneaky scientist. I don't know what he's doing. Because the human scientists seem to be doing what they want. It's like barriers. You need your backup scientists. You you need your backup for your backups, just in case. They've got to be more shady than the last person. You know? But uh, at thirty nine fifty four, just when we're with the uh, the other two, the good scientists, as it were, quote unquote, I've just got that's not how electric eels work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eels. put this. I'm gonna put the clip in. I'm gonna put the clip in here about what they say about electric eels. But I just went, this is not fucking Blanker from Street Fire. This is not how <laughs> fucking electric eels work. Fuck. Oh. Eels. What was that? Electric eels, that's where he got his power from. You know, it's actually a fish. Six electric eels generating 500 volts each. 
Also, Frankenstein. There was no reason to say that because Frankenstein used lightning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why change it to electric eels? I don't get it. Did, did the electric eel, the electric eels never come back into play? No, no, they don't use they don't electric use eels to reanimate their ten thousand bodies. No, no they, they just pop the jewel count. Why then? Why the electric <laughs> eels? I don't know. Because the film never stops; it keeps talking. Like, let's put more shit in. Like this fucking podcast, forty-six minutes. <laughs> So Bill Nye is the only salvageable thing in this film. Can we all agree? No. No? No. If you had to take one thing away. I'd take I think the Bill one who's taking it to save his reputation. Yeah, all sure. yeah. The okay. one who's taking it most seriously is like Miranda Otto. Miranda yeah. Otto. But she's just got a terrible character. They've all got terrible well, characters. Well, yeah. I mean, you baby too, but yeah. Hey, I have a pop quiz for you so you can stop talking about this movie. All right, hot shot. Okay. This movie had its world premiere in which country? Transylvania. No. That's a good, that's a good guess, but no. I'm, I'm going to guess think Australia of again. You're going to go Australia? Okay, I'm trying yeah. to think of somewhere gothic, but wrong. <laughs> oh, like, Disneyland. Uh, no. I'll tell you. Buenos Aires. <laughs> <laughs> I tell don't me know it was like. Tell me it was a Starship Troopers spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why Buenos Aires, but they got the premiere. Free holiday, isn't it? Uh, yeah, free mm. holiday. Fuck me. So when, um, when I think of Frankenstein and gothic horror, I think Buenos Aires. I think gargoyles, demons, and Buenos Aires. <laughs> but there you go, Lewis. Put you got another continent on your list now. There South America done. <laughs> so we know so, who funded the film. So um, at this point, Frankenstein runs away with the book. I think dives out a window onto a train. Yeah. Can we talk about this journal? So I want to talk about the train thing quickly. All right. Yeah, so forty-five minutes, thirty seconds. He's on the train. 46 minutes, 30 seconds, he's overlooking the courtyard of the building he was just in. Yes. It's teleporting one of his superpowers. I mean... I have he this... leaves before she's... She has a full conversation with Bill Nye. That's yep. a couple of minutes. And then she leaves. We see Frank Sarr on the train, and we see her walking into the courtyard, and then we see him overlooking the courtyard. So at some point, he's got off at the train, and he's run all the way back to that building to stare at the pretty lady. Yes. Why? He's got superhuman speed and strength. Right? In the first five minutes of the film, he jumps on top of demons. Now, I have to assume he was hiding in a tree, but it looked like he was just flying at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good wire work for you there, mate. But <laughs> The reason like, he I'm, comes back is because a demon reason... says that he will. Mm. But he must have teleported because the fucking speed he gets back there. I've, I've got this nonsensical. note. nonsensical. I say that 46 minutes, the editing in this movie is just horrific. Like the scene transitions are so hard. There's no, there's no sense of time or place and people seem to teleport like it's Game of Thrones season seven and eight. It's just... It, it, well, you, you want like bizarre. a soft fade. 
where Frankenstein's looking off into the distance and then soft fade. And then, ah, uh, now I'm thinking of my girlfriend and here she is being a scientist. Yeah. Sure. Just uh, give me a star wipe. <laughs> give me, just give me any, any semblance of an, a better scene. Like a star wipe, but the star has like a scar down the middle to fit in yeah, with the motif. A scar wipe. Oh, wipe. Oh. Like the movie takes place over, over two months or two <laughs> hours. I don't fucking know. No, no because even know. when there's the when there's the two hundred year jump, we have to fucking work that out. Uh, yeah, it, ne- it yeah. never tells us. <laughs> yeah, it could have just been like five minutes down the road. It's like, oh yeah, that's the old local village town. It's you know very quite very <laughs> simple. Yeah, fucking Club Schlanger's just down the road, mate. It's great. Everything's changed except for Club Schlanger. <laughs> so, all right, do you want another tidbit? I do, I do, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to go off on a tirade. Weird. Okay. Uh, no. Oh, I actually want to talk about the the book. You want to bring it up here? Do you want to bring it up now? Or? Yeah, go yeah, on. go on. It's just that I think using something physical like this, I can't remember the last in in recent history where a physical object has been used, but like a physical object containing information has mm-hmm. been used as a MacGuffin. Not since like the sky the spy films where like, oh, this spy has a microfiche and we have to catch uh, him on the train to take it. Uh, what's his name? Um, the the Dan Brown movie, um, Da Vinci Code. They got a, like a MacGuffin like, that they're carrying about. Yeah, there's like a physical thing that's a MacGuffin. That's like a puzzle box or sort of cylinder thing. Right, it's kind of work now. Hmm. Skywalker's full of MacGuffins. Oh yeah, well there's yeah, but, a dagger. Yeah, MacGuffin Central. Yeah, but not like to the extent of. Once we have this huge manuscript, it it will teach us how to animate the dead or whatever. Mm. So over there is that the script? <laughs> yeah, you've got a good point. I don't think there is. It just seemed a bit archaic to me because later on, Blue Goblin Demon runs off with the fucking USB drive. <laughs> what? <laughs> Does he? I don't remember this. Yeah. After so, the demons are. So I'll get to it when the film gets to it. So right. go on your tidbit. Okay. Um, I was going to say, Aaron Eckhart thought he had broken his neck during the filming of one of the uh, the Carly stick fights after being hit with a powerful blow on the back of his neck. Oh, but he's super now, strong and more powerful than an average human. So how exactly. did that happen? He has strong reflexes. So how did he manage to get hit in the back of the neck with a stick? <laughs> it makes no sense, movie. It's no. You know that terrible Batman trilogy? I thought Aaron mm. Eckhart was the best thing in that. I thought his, his Two-Face was pretty damn good. Yeah. And then, and then I see this, and um, I have to even evaluate that. Yeah, this, it's a sort of movie that it's so transformative that you go, was this actor good or was I just full of shit? Mm. Yeah, I've not, I've not seen Aaron Eckhart be good since The Dark Knight. I mean, I'm not a huge follower of his. I won't go and watch a film like solely because Aaron Eckhart's in it. He's not exactly a draw. Mm. I can't think of one where he's been outstanding. Maybe he was one and done. Maybe. 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 It's 48 minutes. I, I'm going to okay. go to. If anyone's got anything before then? 53 is my next. All right. So, you know, Underworld. <laughs> yeah. Um, what this movie desperately wants to be. Mm. 
Imagine that for a second, right? Listeners, dear listeners, this movie is so bad that it aspires to be Underworld. <laughs> anyway. Underworld one was okay. And the and the rest? Uh, but but the point is, right, you know in Underworld, Kate Beckinsale, she's got the skin tight cat suit, the black hair, the pale skin, the contact lenses, twin guns and whatnot. And you know, she you think of that movie and Kate Beckinsale, she looks undeniably cool, right? Yeah. Aaron Eckhart in I Frankenstein is just a bloke in jeans and hoodie. He looks like <laughs> well, he any, has a long any as random well. bloke. It's not even that long. It comes down just no. below his ass. It's enough to hide his stick so you can't ever see him. Like, he looks like any random bloke you'd see on the street. Blade. Blade is the trench coat and the sword and the sunglasses. Mm. The crow's got his like skin tight clothes and the face paint. Milia Jovovich, Milia Jovovich in Resident Evil. She's got her bandoliers and her corset. Don't talk to me about those films. Regardless of what you think of those movies, good or bad, however they may be, a proper look is what the heroes saying. in them. They've got a proper look, and that, that that you know is why they're so successful, quote unquote. Like Blade had three. Well, Resident I, Evil. I don't think. Is. I don't think Eckhart is the hero of this film. Because he's then for for a, for a film called I Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster doesn't seem to play much of a pivotal role. It oh, is focused on the, it. yeah, it's focused on the war between fucking who cares gargoyles and demons. But so then, who's our? But if you had a stronger look, then? if you had a stronger, more standout look, maybe yeah, and, you know. And if he had an actual something would have come of it. Yeah, if you had actual passion to actually go after something rather than halfway through the film go, oh yeah, you can be my my mate, essentially. Yeah. Mm. Jeans okay. and a hoodie, yeah. fuck's sake. Yeah, possibly oh, even Yvonne, what's her name? Kowski. She could be a main character because she's kind of like the average Joe who's like learning as we go along. She's Is the she one who's forced into this world. You're talking about lady scientist. Yes. Imagine that, listeners, a lady scientist. Surprised <laughs> <laughs> she weren't burnt as a witch by all those uh, evil demons. Weird. And because remember, she'd just be sent back into hell and then brought back again <laughs> by then. <laughs> and then, well, then she'd definitely be on side and not betray them and give the book away, right? Mm. I've got a good just, point just about the movie. I've got one good point about the movie. 58 minutes, 49 seconds. Lady scientist oh, says goodbye when she hangs up the phone. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's nice. Only movie I can think of where a lady, anyone, not just a lady, listeners, anyone, any gender, but they say goodbye I, when they hang up the phone. I, I say, point. When, I watch, when I watch any sort of movies or series, it's a real bugbear of mine when people don't say goodbye on the phone and hang <laughs> up properly. Manners, and they just go, you've got 24 hours, and then just hang up. Okay, but... Hello? Right. So, yeah. Hello? Are you still there? But, you said I've got 24 so, hours, and I, are you there? I've got to pick, pick the kids up. I mean, can we make it 25? Yeah, hold on, look, can you, can you hear me? I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm going to hang up and ring you back, okay? And just hold on. Like, just say goodbye. Tell me the conversation. Also, I, I kind of liked when she first met Frankenstein or Adam, and then Bill Nye says, Oh, look, this is Frankenstein's monster. Say hello. And she's like, uh, Hello. <laughs> and that was it. She, <laughs> she was just completely kind of, oh, Okay, hello. Bye. I've just gotten uh, onto something. You mm. know what Bill Nye wants in this movie? 
So he loves, Bill Nye loves, he loves ending a sentence with an S. He loves ending a sentence in S. It's like, I'm a demon prince. Sir. 99 souls. Sir. My favorite that's, Pokemon is Pinsa. Oh, that's more of an A than an S. <laughs> but um, at 53 minutes, when Lady Scientist and Frankenstein's monster are hiding out, I just put, no, 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 movie, do not start a sex scene. You can barely handle anything <laughs> else. Do not give me a woman fucking a corpse. I am not having that. It's the Hulk movie with Liv Tyler. It's the same damn thing. But I think they do the sensible thing going, she's my friend. Like, oh, friend zone, huh? But you never uh, feel that, Frankenstein. And, until later on in the movie where he goes, no, I don't want to make a gross dead corpse wife. I'll bang you. <laughs> You'll do. You're a close second. You'll do. <laughs> One hour two, back with the gargoyles doing fuck all. Because they've just been sitting around with the thumb up their ass all yeah. this time. Yeah, I'll, but I'll... to the point, to the point where Frankie has to fucking lead them. Like, just <laughs> come on, look, come on, gargoyles, do like, your fucking talk. job. Don't talk. Just come over here, please. But I've got the Warriors of Light quote: "All life is sacred, unless I don't like it." <laughs> unless you're that's Joe all... Courtney and you just got to stick up your ass. That's all Warriors of Light, man. Movie is backwards. So. But... All life is sacred, but I don't like the fact that you put the milk in before you put cereal, so you die. <laughs> at, at an hour and two, we get like the, the bit where the gargoyles and Frankenstein like join forces and decide they're going to fight together. And then an hour and four, Jai Courtney goes and attacks hmm. Frankenstein. Yeah, because I don't try, because he doesn't why say is? anything. Why is why is this happen? Because I, still, I know I know why this is because of the rewatch, but it does it's not made clear at all. It's because only God can create life. And so if, if Frankenstein's mm. not on their team, where well, he's he's playing like the middle ground, so they're like, well, fuck you then, we're going to kill you. Is it? That's why it is. Do they explain it? They don't no. ever explain it. They, they just say, they say at some point, only God can create life. They don't reference Frankenstein at that point. It's only until later on where Jai Courtney kind of goes, all right, yeah. Maybe we're not smart enough for this movie. Maybe, maybe it's one of those movies where it doesn't like explicitly tell you everything, and you're just meant to infer stuff. So maybe the movie's much cleverer than we're giving it credit for. Well, maybe you guys, as an intelligent, watched it three times. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would wait. I would wager that this movie is not smart enough for anyone because it's so fucking dumb. So fucking dumb. It's about this point in the movie as well. I stopped pausing it to take notes. I was just like, I, I don't care. <laughs> I need to spend as little time with this movie as I can. I'd say by this point, you're, you're basically at the home stretch. And this whole movie is missing like half an hour. And the it's whole not, thing feels like it's, it's fucking not. Oh, the, the best thing about this film is its length. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, I, yes. I mean, I'd like to say that it's mercifully short, but time is relative, isn't it? It's a, time is a, a perception thing. It, this movie felt like hmm. it took four days to watch. Is that it's only eighty minutes long in real time, but it felt like four fucking days. It, gr- it does feel like it skipped two hundred years, and you didn't even notice. But I got a good haircut <laughs> out of it. <laughs> and this movie doesn't earn this rally the troops scene, and it's not even really a rally the troops scene because he just no. turns up, looks at them, turns around, walks away, and they go, oh, "I'm gonna stab you in the back then," and he just starts fucking playing kiss chase with them. 
And now when they get there, they go, oh, he led us to the bad guys. Well, if you fucking spoke to him, you'd know oh. that before. But hold on, that point is probably my favourite bit of the film because it's the coolest... Like it's it's very much director's first shot, and he goes, "Oh yeah, we're gonna have an up shot of him walking menacingly towards the camera, and then the car girls will be flying behind him, and then the electro violins will come and go, bam, 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 bam." It's like, oh yes, I I see, I see where this is going. I have also seen an Evanescence music video, sir. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, they could help with bringing this movie to life, I suppose. in my in my reading and research i found this fantastic note on imdb and i just want to um read you the the full note because you'll see why so quote uh kevin grevero is not dubbed by michael dawn as someone noted anyone who has heard kevin's voice before should know this Sorry. Yeah, it's that is clearly. Princess. That was two people in IMDb chatting, and that note got left because the other dude clearly got removed. <laughs> and I just—that's what I love about that. I just love that. Like, oh, you would know this if you weren't such a fucking idiot, user. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with the movie. I just fucking thought it was funny. Hey, well, they're at the big fight at the end now. Hello, doggy. Podcast dog's here. Hey, podcast dog. And um, Aaron Eckhart has Jai Courtney's weapons, the, the two blades with the stick that turn into an axe. Yeah. Jeff, I remember correctly from the trailers and the posters, he's like, that's the main weapon that he was shown as holding, mm. which is kind of interesting. So I was kind of weird. It's like, oh, he's just got some sticks. Throughout the whole movie. Yeah, he's okay. got jeans, hoodie, and some sticks. Yeah. Not even he's the, a the cool weird lady. Mm. Almost as bad as Spawn. Uh, mm. One hour and, and six. He, is this where oh, he no. slashes the demon prince across the chest three times? No, no, this is this is before no, him where Bill weird. this is where Bill Murray kidnaps the science lady. And right. she tells she tells him, I know who you are, and I know what you want me to do. Like, could one of you fucking explain it to me then? Because <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like... Well, I like the move. What Bill Nye does there is he strangles other scientist man mm. and then tells mm. scientist lady, all right, well, animate him then. If you like him so much, fucking do it. I kind of kind of like that it's just last spur of the moment. Just went, oh, shit, there's not really any script writing going on here. Fucking kill this guy. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give it that. I don't really, that. That's one thing. <laughs> I won't. Nothing, nothing really comes of that. Like that, her, this... her reanimating him is what reanimates like the 10,000 other dead people oh, because we have the secret scientist down below. Yes, and this is where he comes in because but, he. Like, she, she, he never actually comes back to life. We don't see him again. We don't. Mm. And we have to he's, he's he not. Does. He's not animated with electric eels. So everything no. everything they've set up at this point doesn't pay off. No. Yes, well, no, it pays it's off. Fucking... It pays off, but we're given no reason for why it pays off. So souls immediately start going into the body chamber things. Yeah. But we don't see the dead bloke being revived, as you said. 
Right. And also, when, when the souls go into the chamber things, the Blue Goblin Man takes his USB stick and then runs out of the building. And then yeah. that's how that's how the Queen of the Gargoyles sees him running out of the building. And instead of tracking him down, they go, oh, he left the door open. We'll go in and find the body pods. Yeah, that was weird. Why didn't they just kill the, the, the secret scientist man? Because sequel, Dan. Because he has all the bodies on a USB drive. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all the body. Oh my god, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. All the bodies USB drive. Oh, I wish I'd put that in my pitch now. The gargoyle <laughs> queen. Yeah. When she's all goiled out. Yeah. She looks like Judy Dench, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I, I got that. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. Especially when she's carrying them out of the pit of hell at the end. And like she just looks so haggard and done with this shit, and like that's Judy. Yeah, I was wondering if it was just me. I th- I like, I thought it might be a like a Jack Frost situation where the snowman looks more like George Clooney than it does Michael Keaton because you know, George Clooney signed on and then he saw the script and was like, "Fuck this, no." I'm wondering if George, <laughs> Judy Dench did that as well. I've always wondered about that snowman movie, so it has always seemed a bit out there, yeah. as it were. It's it's a weird one. So yeah, so Frankenstein he slices the, the demon dude three times across the chest. A demon dude kicks his ass and then puts a, a demon soul inside him. It's like you're a soulless body. But then oh, what's this? Frankenstein has a soul. Ow! That's why he why? can't be possessed. Because he yeah. gained one from being human. No, yes. we didn't see I do anything. Know. Yes. No, it, yeah, because it's I thought, like for my first couple of viewings, I thought, you thought oh right. no, it's it's because he wasn't human to begin with. He was always an empty thing, so nope, demons couldn't. No, nope, no, it's just apparently he's got a synthetic soul. Yeah. Or he just found someone, shoved it in himself in the deleted scene. He learned it through the power of not love this time, but friendship. Oh, why do the, the gargoyles all sound like big fucking cats? Why don't they leap from building to building and wow, I'm a tiger? <laughs> because this movie doesn't actually know what gargoyles are. So, McCavity. They're basically the same as angels, right? They fight for heaven. That's a gargoyle. <laughs> same fucking thing. So look, don't worry about it. But my, my favourite bit in, in this is after all that, and it's revealed like, oh, he has a soul and can't be possessed. He's, he's Robocop. He then takes a piece of glass, which I thought you were supposed to be able to sanctify weapons to hurt demons, and then cuts a vertical slit up the demon's chest, yeah. thus creating the holy symbol and hey. killing the demon prince. Oh, I didn't twig it was the symbol. It's Fucking the holy hell. Yeah. yeah. I... Oh. That took me a moment, because like, why is it like, oh, right, because the, holy... right, the holy symbol. It, it took a Imagine moment. That. Someone comes up with a marker pen and draws some shit on you and you. So, yeah, <laughs> like, you just got to put the symbol on it and it, it's, it's holy. Person who's read the comic book and person who's seen the movie three times, okay? Can, maybe you can answer this yeah. question for me. It might be a stupid question. The, the big plan is for Demon Bill Nye to use Frankenstein technology to reanimate 10,000 corpses mm-hmm. who have souls because they've died so that the demons of hell can possess them in order to run riot on the earth, yes? Yes. Hasn't Frankenstein been 
killing demons on earth that looks like that look like humans for 200 years is that yes. not what you yeah, but, at the start of the movie but now there's going to be more but how how did so, how did the ones that are already there get there okay so i do have an answer for you go on so in the comic this specifically pertains to um lord Nabirius, who was uh lord wessex i think is the name Yes. But basically, it's um, demons can obviously offer you a pact for power and all that, and you can give up your your soul. But specifically, when they're showing um, Nibirius and how he gets his new body, is this dude he he offers power to uh, gets shot in the back with a, a bow and arrow, and he's dying. And he says, "Do you want to form the pact with me?" And he goes, "Yeah, okay, save my life." And they shakes hands, and he takes the dude's body as he's dying so as his soul's leaving he enters right so basically so like it's, that it's how they used to do it so standard demon possession mythology yeah it, it's standard demon possession is how all the ones were before and that's why it's so important to have either frankenstein's monster or the notes so that they can just reanimate a bunch of corpses thus having loads of bodies to overrun Without the gargoyles yeah yeah because it's supposed to be the gargoyles actually have the upper hand Okay. That's how the comics. That's how the comic puts it, but that's not in the movie. That's not in the movie, is it? Well, it, no. it seems like even though the demons are more numerous, gargoyles are more powerful because they're bulkier and can fly. Yeah, so if you stab have... them in the back, though, so long as you just stab a demon uh, gargoyle, even in the back, it's fine. Like just a leisurely punch in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah but Dan, that that works for most people. <laughs> I, I do have. I, I, I have one more question. Mm. Does Frankenstein defeat Bill Nye with the power of heart? No, he defeats him with the power of a holy symbol. Okay then, and the soul stone. Hurt <laughs> the soul stone. Uh, yeah, one nineteen. The building's collapsing. I just put whatever because I just, just whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's the whole sentiment of this movie, but whatever. <laughs> And then the collapses. I had a look at the runtime and thought, oh shit, there's still like 20 minutes more. Thank fuck that was all credits. It's all credits. <laughs> <laughs> all credits, baby. Can I read you my note here verbatim? Okay. Go for it. Uh, one minute 22, and it ends like Rise of Skywalker. I something, I something else, I Frankenstein. Star Wars ripped off this shitty movie, and that's an unarguable fact. That's definitely what happened. J.J. Abrams loved this movie. It's true. It's in the visual dictionary and the novelization like every other fucking plot point in the movie. How the fuck are there 10 minutes of credits? If you need to pad the runtime, maybe put more shit in the movie to tell me what the fuck happened. Fucking you really want a longer watched, movie? I think I'd watch Doom again before I watch this again. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one positive to come out of the film at least. Fucking right, eh? Uh, but yeah, so yeah, end of the movie. There's no end credits sting, but good God. I was expecting one being in 10 minutes long. I thought there'd be a couple of minute credits sting in there. It feels like there's one coming up. They so it was actually merciful that there isn't. Slowest moving credits I've seen in my life. They move so well, I, I kept it on. Slowly. I kept it on for the old butt rock and the electric violins. I, I, they're gone. They, they were half decent. They, they weren't like saw level 
when like those credits come by and then like all you can hear is just <laughs> it was it was actually <laughs> was... sex <laughs> as well what we know talking? i love angry dog rock <laughs> i'll be honest with you i couldn't wait to be done with it so i just skipped through the credits just to make sure i didn't meet like oh, is there anything here anything here anything here anything? okay i'm done i can go yeah <laughs> Once, once, once I got through like the animated credits, and we were on to just white text on credits. black. Like, well, yeah. let's let's go skip through these, please. Oh, mate! Jesus Christ! Is that the end of the movie? Can we stop talking about this fucking film now? Dan, tell me about sequel. No. Well, hold on. Mm. I have some other stuff I want to talk about first. So, uh, just Dan, tell me other stuff. stuff. I will tell you other stuff. Uh, in his DVD commentary, Stuart B. mentions that they only had $36 million and nine weeks to shoot the film, and visual effects were $6 million. So it's probably why they kind of looked cheap, I imagine. Mm. Thanks for that. Uh, the film was made 36, to... 36 mil spread over six weeks. Over nine weeks. You should, that amount of money should account for something. Normally, you if think, you've got but... like a 100 mil blockbuster, that's going to take six months. You would think, but then they probably just dumped a lot more money in it just to try and get it to to work faster, as it were. I imagine a lot of this got saved in the cutting room. Saved? <laughs> well, still birthed in the cutting room there. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I'm sorry, was that a bit too far? I mean, that was pretty harsh. <laughs> All right. I'll just, we'll, we'll just cut that then. No, we'll keep it in. No, no, no. Keep, keep it in. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, good. Oh, good. The Twitter can kill me over it then. Great. Oh, yeah. Um, so the film was meant to be released on February 22nd in 2013. Mm. That got pushed back to September 13th, 2013, which then got pushed back to January 24th, 2014. So clearly, a lot of work was needed to make this work. Wait, so hang on. Originally, you said the budget was near like 60. Yeah. So... Does, is the editing budget after those nine weeks of filming basically another 30 mil on top? Well, I, I imagine some of it was more probably reshoots as well. Oh, okay. I would assume you've got the 36, you said it was 36 million production budget and then the 6 million VFX budget. I imagine the rest yeah. of it was in post-production, maybe marketing, yeah. if that was factored into the original cost. Yeah, so yeah, probably something like that. And a lot of time and effort needed to, you know, make something cohesive. Uh, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 5% approval rating. I think this may that be... High, the, that high, really? The, this may be the lowest movie I think we've reviewed. It might be lower than Remo Williams. I don't know. I don't even know if we can count Remo Williams because I don't think that was on there, on Rotten Tomatoes. You keep talking. I'll have a look. Yeah, um, we have the power in front of us. And so what I love is the average rating was 3.24 out of 10. Like it couldn't even muster a, f- a three and a half, dude. Remo General Williams, consensus of the film, yeah. Remo Williams and Rotten Tomatoes has a forty-one percent. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. We can only go. Please lower. tell me. Please tell me it's just comments about Wilford Brimley. It's thirty-six percent better than this movie. <laughs> I should tell you everything then. So the the general consensus of the film being loud, incoherent, and dramatically listless. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, this. I mean, you won't be surprised to know that I Oh, could... we missed... Sorry, carry on. Mm-hmm. No, go on. Um, we missed what? We missed... 
during when the soul's trying to get into Frankenstein's body. Yeah. Aaron Eckhart does the worst ever take of a man in pain, basically being tortured. Oh, yeah, he does, didn't he? Sounds like he's got a <laughs> Sibian up his arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to fit. That's quite a wide arsehole to fit a Sibian up there. I would, Mate, Frankenstein's taller than most people. I would like to know where he's <laughs> pulled that information from. <laughs> <laughs> so first um, hand or second hand? Mm, I use both hands. Right <laughs> Sibians are large. Of course you do. So there wasn't much information out there about this movie, Shocker. And it's a short movie as well. Mm. So I thought, why not look up some Amazon reviews? They're always good. Should we do them after the break? Should we do them after the break? Do them after the break. Let's do them after the break. Podwife. Okay, what is this month's Podwife? I'll tell you, and then you can tell the listeners. We'll cut this bit. Okay. The Podwife is uh, Room, an audio fiction podcast. Season two starts soon. Okay. The Podwife is what Lewis said, because I cannot... (laughs) (laughs) Have a listen to them and come back and listen to some... Interesting reviews. Here they are. Now. Nobody told me love could hurt like this. Remember the night when we first kissed? Do you? Do you? It can be a struggle to keep positive, given everything that's happened. And while we were connected, we could forget the darkness. And in the beauty that I saw when I turned, I forgot myself. I lost myself. If I don't watch my feet, they may well lift off the ground. This is quite exciting, really. I feel like I'm at the start of a great adventure. This is just like some kind of movie. That we are being looked after and that we are loved always. For more information about Room and how you can support the show, find us on Twitter at RoomPodcast1. Thanks for listening. See you around. Are you ready to die? And we are back. Hello. We are back. That was Room, an audio friction podcast. And guys, guess what? You got, I've a, sponsor. got a sponsor. I've got a bloody, bloody sponsor. Uh, this episode, we're sponsored by books. We're sponsored by books. Just, just read a book, people. Just read a fucking book. You're stuck inside. Read a motherfucking book. Right, I tried to give someone a book suggestion recently and their response was, thanks, but I don't read. Don't read. I don't read. Thanks, but I don't read. Motherfucker, listen to an audiobook then. Maybe if you read a book, you wouldn't be the kind of person who says, who admits proudly that they don't fucking read books. There's a lot of shit ones, but some are really good. Books. We're sponsored by books. We're also sponsored by Brahma Face Musk. Is your face stinky? <laughs> Wear Brahma face mask. Hey, hey, okay, question. Then, what's what's the shittest book you've read? Oof. Uh, Game Oof. of Thrones one. 
<laughs> Ooh, controversial. I've I have one read it twice and haven't got past the halfway point. It's terrible. It's written okay. by, and um, I cannot say that online because people will kill me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's horrible. It's the editor has problems. That there is nothing about that book that is good. Oh no, actually no. The one thing about that good that that book that is good is the friendship between Robert and Ned didn't carry on through the okay. TV series. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say it makes good toilet paper. I thought you were just going to double right down on it. No, I mean, it'd be scratchy and it wouldn't really be that absorbent. I'm looking at the bookshelf now and uh, I mean, it's filled with great books. So like Pregnancy books from memory. <laughs> no, there'll be one in there that you just couldn't finish because you just hated every second. I know what mine is. Mine's Dune. I know that- Dune. Oh, Dune. Dune. Yeah. yeah, I hated that book. The way they speak, the way it's written. Just everything about that just drones on and on. And it goes nowhere. And spends so much time sniffing its own farts. I can't take it. Are you looking forward to the next TV series? No. No. Don't even finish the sentence. No. <laughs> Maybe. I haven't seen the film. Oh. I never want to. The book makes me want to never see anything about this about this franchise ever. But imagine if, like me, you could have a shit book and then watch an also shit TV series and <clears> everyone else gets super hyped for it and then in the last season it gets found out for what it is. Imagine. Imagine, Dan. Make you feel so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Game of Thrones has a special place of like being the hottest shit and, and then culturally vanishing overnight. It's an impressive yeah. trick. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not, not, I mean, not saying it's a necessarily bad book, but it's the worst book that I can see on my shelf. It's actually quite a good book, but it's, it's Snow Crash. Oh, never heard of that one. It's, it's, a, it's a decent little sci-fi thing, but it's the worst thing I can see on my bookshelf. Okay. Review for the next 20 minutes. I've got, I've got to pad the runtime, so you can go to a full book review if you want. All right, now let's let's get into the Amazon review, so let's do right. that. So this first one's from TN-New88. Uh, I brought a new player today and thought, finally, I could play the DVD that did not work. Before. But turns <laughs> out the DVD is so poor, nothing will play it. I made a huge mistake buying from this person. Just pure junk quality, one star. Cool, nothing yeah, you can't start with that, Dan. They hadn't even seen the film. That's one of those terrible reviews. That's like equivalent of I bought it for a friend and I haven't given it to him yet, but I'm sure it's good. <laughs> uh, RJH Fairfax. Movie disc and packaging was okay, but could not play in USA region. One star. Again, <laughs> that's on them. Look up the fucking region you're buying. The packaging was good, though. <laughs> packaging was good. The packaging was good. Said the right region on it. Yeah. This is from SK. Gargoyles had to spend most of their time lighting thousands of candles that lit that light their fortresses. This leaves them no time to formulate plans to defeat the demons <laughs> they are supposed to protect us from. This documentary was very eye-opening. Five stars. <laughs> this person good can be friend. <laughs> Next one's Big Montana Ned. Good. Yeah. Nice action movie. Easy to follow. Cool monsters <laughs> and special effects. Good battle scenes that weren't too over the top. I was looking for an exciting action film, and this show delivered. 
five stars. This show delivered. They, they, weren't, too over, they weren't too over the top. They weren't too over the top. They clearly weren't too over the top. Good, good action scenes. Cool monsters and special effects. <laughs> and then, oh, I think my personal favourite, from Terry Clapp. Got me. Yeah. Good. <laughs> okay. The demons tell him he's one thing. The gargoyles another. But like all of us, Frankenstein's monster has to decide whether his past determines his destiny or is just another story. Is he a man or a thing? Does he have a soul? Is he truly free to choose? Are we just what our creators slash parents have made us or are we more? And who gets to decide that? Our creators, our loved ones, the powers that be? Great supernatural movie in the Underworld series vein. And it should be since it was created by the same man. But it goes much deeper into questions of identity. Like the title, I Frankenstein implies. Enjoyable and through provoking at the same time. Five stars. Thank you, I Frankenstein. Yeah, I Frankenstein marketing department. Good job. Here's another tenor coming your way. (laughs) That dude loved that film. And I am convinced he has a tattoo of I Frankenstein on his chest somewhere. I'm convinced that's the writer. (laughs) Good Good for him. Someone's got to. Yeah, someone's got to. There were more positive reviews on Amazon than there were negative, to be fair. There always is, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think it may be just down to DVD packaging, to be you honest know, with you. Looking at the shelf now, I haven't read it, but Wicked. That's no, the play was all right. Shelf? No, it fucking wasn't. It was a bit of stupid fun. There's was nothing wrong with it. It's fine. Is it an actual noveli- novelization, or is it just it's... the play notes? No, no, it's the it's the thing the musical's based off of. Oh, so, so it's a book for Phil. But I hate the play. I hate the play and I hate the fact that it undoes everything that The Wizard of Oz does. She didn't hire a canon, trapdoor. So. She was bad and she melted. No, it's not canon though, so who cares? I care because I've spent like 60 quid on fucking tickets. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's why you care. Okay. So, shall we talk about the comic then? Well, you should. <laughs> okay, I'll talk about the comic. I've got cliff notes here, so we don't. I won't. I won't verbatim do the entire comic for you. Cool. So, from what I can read, the comic is about uh, the Crescent Order. That's the gargoyles uh, monitoring the. Wait, wait, demon- wait, 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 wait! Oh no, sorry, right. it's not even. Hmm? Their symbol is like a dodgy crucifix, and they're called the Crescent Order. Yeah, sorry, no, I misread that. Okay. Uh, uh, the comic is about the Crescent Order monitoring the demon's gargoyle war. So the, these are just like a group of... I. The comic doesn't make it clear if they're humans or another order of gargoyles. I think they're another order of gargoyles. Um, obviously, Adam Frankenstein walks into the middle of this war. Uh, the prequel comic ends up explaining that demons' physical bodies deteriorate over time. Uh, gargoyles are protectors of man of how uh, Lord Wessex comes from the crusade times and had his body possessed by Niberius so the bodies can last a long time Mm -hmm. Um, it also shows that um, the leader of the demons before Niberius was basically in cahoots with the gargoyles and Niberius cuts his head off and takes his place and thus becomes the new prince of the demons um, and when Frankenstein's monster is created, the demons want this ability uh, 
to reanimate the dead as a way of keeping their bodies from weakening. So they want to actually be able to fight back, and that's allowed them to defeat, to defeat the gargoyles for good. So there's both the weakening aspects, but there's also the Nibirus has been around since Crusader times. Yeah, he's been around for years and years, and he he usurps the original. Uh, like, yeah. So is he like a? Does he have a special technique to stop his vessel from rotting? Uh, no, it just happens to be that uh, demon bodies can last a while. But you, why you can do last they need a couple centuries? That's but a good question. The last crusade was 1600s. Mm. Well, 1990, Sean Connery, Harrison Ford. Fuck off. Fuck off. The, the comic makes it very clear that uh, demon, uh, demons are basically on the losing side of the fight. Like gargoyles keep fucking them up, and they can't, um, they can't keep it together. So they want uh, like a Frankenstein body because it means that they'll be able to have a, to fight back properly. Mm. It also explains how um, the gargoyle queen became the gargoyle queen as well. And there's a whole bit in the comic about um, the whole comic is backstory to these characters. Does anyone care? So hang on. No. These, um, so, do you know how the Gogol Queen became the Gogol Queen? Yes. Go on. Okay, so initially she was just Stop a saying Gargoyle Queen. <laughs> Queenly Gargoyle. If I say Queen... enough times, she's going to appear behind me like Beetlejuice. Queen Goyle. Gargulium. <laughs> so uh, she was initially just like another soldier, as it were, in the... Uh, in the gargoyle order, in the the order that's in the movie. No, that's okay. That's all I needed because we've got a prince who usurped the princedom, and we've got mm. a gargoyle queen who wasn't the daughter of a king or queen, was just a regular soldier. So all this feudal system is bollocks. But becoming oh, yeah, a prince bollocks. or a queen is just fuck it. I'm going to take it and call myself prince or queen. It's Isn't like fucking shit? Colonel Gaddafi. <laughs> She doesn't even take it. She just, like, after a particular fight, because the demons start hiding normal humans in with the demons, and it's like, Gargoyles, open your eyes, let God back in, and you'll be able to see them. And go, oh, yeah, you're right. How did we not notice this before? Which is a genuine line. And they defeat him, and then the Gargoyle King goes, oh, you know what, man? I'm not a good leader anymore. You should be leader, lady. And then she becomes the Gargoyle Queen. You have to excuse me. I've got a nosebleed. <laughs> so, First, yeah. could you not follow it it's very simple I mean you also get in the comic a backstory of uh, Frankenstein trying to live a normal life until gargoyles come and sort of fuck his shit up and be like gargoyles ah, or demons gargoyles no the gargoyles okay. one of them has a real big hate on for him being like you'll never be a human you're soulless and I'll prove it and then a lady sort of falls in love with him because she's blind. And then he's attacked on <laughs> David gargoyles. And then it turns out the blind lady was actually a gargoyle as well. And he's like, ha the whole thing was a ruse to show you how much of a dickhead you are. <laughs> you're a Fuck you, we're going to go and now. you're a gargoyle. And yeah. you're a gargoyle. Yeah, I didn't say the comic was good. Can and you see them, the gargoyles and the demons? Yes, they can be seen. But only when they're in their non-human form, right? Uh, you, you can see them when they're in their human form. Because demons have a, a corporeal form in the comic with, that can't really stay on Earth. 
So you can see them when they're in their human bodies. So in the movie, mm. where, the, where they're swarming the cathedral and they, they have the big fight in the middle of the movie, mm. the humans, would, if they were to look out their windows at the clanging swords and the yeah. screaming, yeah. they would see the gargoyles and the demons having a, having a barney. Clear as day. Just checking. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah, there's there's no limbo where they fight in. Like you you can see them straight away. I don't have a point to make. I think my point's been made without making one. Hang on. In this whole film, we see a grand total of two humans. They're yeah. both scientists. Uh-huh. We never see anyone else just walking about. Because well, we see a cop. Do we? He gets, he gets killed at the beginning. There's a whole reason the gargoyles are upset at um, Frankenstein. Like, here's a person died, and Frankenstein just goes, blow whatever. Again, seen it three times, have no recollection of that. It's nothing <laughs> sunk in with that film. It's right at the beginning after he's come out of the club. Oh, the club scene. Yeah, that's got humor. Yeah. yeah. The like club in the movie? Like, yeah. It's, yeah, when everything like... had changed, but every, nothing had changed, but something had changed. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Look, do we need to sit down and what? Do I need to. We need to go watch this again. Nothing changed. Speaking from experience, (laughs) watching it again will not help you in any way. I don't know. I feel like I need to make you both watch it again and take notes. (laughs) I feel like if you You have no power here. You have no power here, Gandalf. Your time is done. I will break (laughs) quarantine. You're saying you would drive 200 miles just to come and kick the shit out of me. Yeah, the, the police will stop him. Just He'll explain he's got a valid reason and they'll be fine. They'll, they'll come with their blues and twos. I would <laughs> gather up all the NHS used <laughs> face masks that I could find and I would post them one by one through your letterbox <laughs> so you just couldn't get out. You couldn't go near uh, them. Two so meters why away you from the house at this time? I have to go fuck up this guy for making me watch I Frankenstein. Carry on then, sir. We'll Carry give on. you an escort. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let me talk about the, the potential sequel then. So, funnily enough, a lot of doubt got cast over the sequel due to the poor box office performance. Uh, Kevin... Uh, what was the... Uh, uh, oh, 71 million. I, th- I think it was something around 12 million open weekend, I think. I don't oh, have the 12 numbers. 12 on open? I think. I think you said it was 71 million total earlier. 71 million total worldwide is what the, the overall was by the time it was done. So, I, you know, I, I wonder how well it did in Buenos Aires, you know. <laughs> um, Kevin Grivero, uh, who obviously created the graphic novel and was also one of the creators of the Underworld series of films. Of course he fucking was. Of course he fucking was. <laughs> Uh, he'd earlier expressed interest in making more ang- I Frankenstein films along with an underworld crossover film. <laughs> he stated in an early draft of his screenplay, Kate Beckinsale would make a post credits cameo as a character, Celine, and there would have been an underworld Easter eggs in the movie. Obviously, none of it was used. Uh, there was a version. If Bill yeah, Nye well, was in. So, if Bill Nye, does he play the same both. character? Does he play yeah. the same character, though? No. no. Just don't think about it, okay? It's not the same character, but don't think about it. Uh, there was a version of the screenplay where uh, Frankenstein's monster was a private detective. It would have had a much more of a Sin City vibe, like a film noir sort of thing. It feels like he, it wants to be that, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can sort of feel the, the, uh, the vein of it in there. 
Yeah, that, uh, could, that could have been something that would that would have you know, I would have given a pass on the. It would have been jeans and hoodie look. Then. I wouldn't have made it. It wouldn't have made it better, but it would have been something. It would have been something. Uh, he would have been. Uh, he would have had a case brought to him about catching this guy named William, who's the same one from the Underworld series. He's the, I believe he's the werewolf dude. Okay. And it would have been uh, Celine that uh, gave him the job. But they pretty much nicked like ninety percent of his ideas. So we'll, we're never going to see a sequel, basically. Oh, oh no. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ah. Well, I mean, Underworld, I can't what it was oh, called. Look, hang on. Probably Lewis. New Wave or some shit. Lewis, you that want a sequel? Terrible. Because then we would never have seen this film. Oh, oh, blessed <laughs> day. <laughs> Could you imagine such a world? Well, uh, I think this and Underworld 5 or 6, whatever that last one was, Put the nail in the coffin for it, and for Underworld in general, to be honest. Uh, but I mean, I think he still would want to do something with it. I think Underworld might still be profitable, not a huge profit margin. But you sure about that? I reckon it's so. a lot of play in Eastern Europe. Can you can you name me the movies? No, Underworld. Yeah, Underworld, Rise of the Lycans. Uh huh. Underworld. That wasn't the second one. Evolutions. <laughs> Just keep Underworld, going for generic names. Underworld Blood Wars. Someone pull these yeah. up to make sure I'm right. I'm not doing that, I swear. <laughs> Underworld. Yeah. Okay, all right. So you got, see, so what'd you say? Underworld, ever, did you say Rise of the Lycans? I did. Okay, that's one of them, yeah. Hang, so hang on, it's coming, it's coming to me. It's coming to me in a dream. Underworld uh, Evolutions. Evolution. Evolution. Yeah, Underworld. Awakening. Uh, Awakening is the only one I didn't get. I think I got Blood Awakening. Wars. Blood Wars. Blood yeah. Wars, yes. There's one you're missing though. And Underworld. Underworld. No, there's Underworld. I don't know if you said this, but Underworld Endless Wars. Did you say that? <laughs> I did not say that. No. Endless that's, War. Yes. That's a short film, and therefore it doesn't count. Three original anime shorts. If they're thirty minutes each, that equals up I, to a film. I think four <laughs> out of five is not bad for a guy who's never seen them. Mate, oh yeah, I'll give it to you. Who the fuck is this tall Peter Dinklage on the cover of Rise of the Lycans? What? <laughs> Have you Googled it? Google I'm, the I'm, cover for... Yeah, we'll do. Google Underworld, Rise there. of the Lycans. Rise of the There is a dude who, like, the cover for... Oh, no, it's, um... It's, what's his name? Oh, shit. But, it's, no... Uh, it looks like his character in Thor. It's, in it's Michael Infinity. Sheen. I'm pretty that's sure. That's not fucking Michael Sheen. I'm pretty it's sure that's, that's Kevin Costner from Waterworld. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, tall Peter Dinklage. That's like, Michael that, Sheen. Yeah, it probably is Michael Sheen. Well, it's CGI. not going to be fucking Kate Beckinsale or Stephen McIntosh, is it? <laughs> Story by Danny McBride. Fuck off. Look, the wow. Underworld movies, right? Every fucker's in them. <laughs> yeah. Bill Nye's in them. Uh, Martin Sheen's in them. Every British actor you can think of is in an Underworld movie at some point. Is he wearing a nose prosthetic? <laughs> <laughs> it's is bloody weird. Prosthetic? <laughs> it's like, it's got, the, the post has a really weird, like, um, cell shade to it. So it, it doesn't make him look like who he's supposed to be. 
But all right, look. But enough, enough underworld. Enough underworld. There's enough underworld in the world. Sure. Uh, shall, shall we do sequel pitches then? Because that's what this is all about. I want to hear what your sequel to this. So let's go with Ash. Okay. You can start. All right. Well, mine is called You Frankenstein. <laughs> because Adoy. Is it just a letter U? Uh, no, I've not gone that far. I'm oh, not that insane. <laughs> okay. Oh, Frankenstein. No, no, so, that crazy Mr. Writer of Pingu. Hang on, does Yvonne Strahinsky, whatever her name is, does she get a first name in the film? Dr. Ward, is she? I honestly couldn't tell you. I'm going to call her Yvonne because that's what I've written. <laughs> okay. So, Frankenstein and Yvonne have set up a nice place to live in, in Australia. Yeah. Because who <laughs> fuck knows where this is? Yvonne is pregnant. And they're looking forward to life as a family. No. And of course, yes. No. Because he has, he has a soul now. He has a soul. He has a soul so he can get his dick up now. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Because. Souls equals bonus. You're not saying. Uh, like the last five minutes of the film, he's like, I don't need to reanimate a dead woman. We've gone through this. Like, you'll do. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking go on then. <laughs> so they're looking forward to life as a family. And of course, Frankenstein tells us all about it in a voiceover. That lasts probably five to ten minutes. Naturally. And then one night, there's a knock on the door, and there's a woman with five nasty dudes with her. She says, I am the Spider Queen, and I claim your baby, because I'm evil and shit. <laughs> right. And then she transforms into big spider and scuttles away. Well, that's the, the five angry men. Attack Frankenstein, morphing between man and spider form. But Frankenstein fucks them up. All but one who's about to get the drop on him before he gets sideswiped by a horseman and killed. And the horseman says, Frankenstein, we are the centaurs. And we've been at war with the spider people because God said so or something. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> so they join forces to to kill the Spider Queen, not before she manages to capture Yvonne. So the centaurs and Frankenstein have to storm the HQ to kill her and save Yvonne. And of course, Yvonne goes into labor right there, and Frankenstein has to deliver it. So <laughs> then he picks up the baby and he says, So all the spite, so the evil Spider Queen is dead. And you, baby, are alive. Yes, you, Frankenstein. Ready. <laughs> uh, That's see, my want... sequel to I, Frankenstein. I want to veto it just because you've said Frankenstein has had sex, and I'm not dealing with that. I but... never said that. I just said she was pregnant. There was uh... no, there was no like mentioned sex between a dead man and a live woman. It's implied, but I'll I'll still allow it. I will allow it. It's in um, the same universe as Pingu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> All right, um, Lewis, do you want me to go next? Because I feel yours is going to be a ripper. You you can go next. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if you want. Yeah, I'm not guaranteeing that mine's going to be a ripper. That is no way a guarantee. No, I, I feel I feel yours going to be. I'll save yours for last. So. Okay, so we'll start with me. We start in modern day again. 
on a dark and stormy night. Thunder cracks and a shadowy figure emerges from a tomb. And we'll smash cut to see the title. And we'll see Adam chasing down some like ragtag demons. When he's accosted by a strong foe, it's going to turn out to be a vampire. Um, he goes to talk to the other, to the order about what happened. And they are char- characteristically useless and they call him a cunt. Uh, we follow the said vampire back to his hideout, where it is revealed to us that Dracula is back. And cooler than ever, and he's going to be played by Jared Leto. <laughs> Uh, he's informed of Adam's existence and decrees that he must die for reasons. Uh, after the order not helping, he goes back to his scientist girlfriend to mope. She doesn't want to look for help because if Dracula is real, then surely Van Helsing is real. Adam tracks down Van Helsing's descendant, Alexa Van Helsing, to help stop vampires, and she agrees. There's a big ruckus with the gargoyles saying that because they don't uh, beg for God's commies, they can't be real evil. Uh, Van Helsing tells them that they are full of shit and that they use God as a reason to sniff their own farts. I feel like there's going to be <laughs> some heavy atheism in it. I didn't realise that after, until after I'd written it. Uh, there's a big storm in the castle scene between Adam and Helsing and it looks like they are losing until the gargoyles show up to help and they confront Dracula who actually turns out to be the original Helsing. What a twist. And they what? beat him That's and they save the day. What a twist. They beat him and they save the day and it's called Two Frankenstein. Two Frankenstein. Two Frankenstein. Okay. Two Frankenstein for you. All right, that's me. <sighs> Big yawn. Get it out. Yeah, Lewis, go on then. Give me, uh, give me your sequel then. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I struggled. Because how do you uh, pitch a sequel to a movie where you have no idea what the fuck was going on? That's a good question. Like this. We open, Frankenstein is on a rooftop looking over a city in India. Doesn't matter which city, he's just looking over it. On the ground, tables flip, people screams. Frankenstein's monster jumps down off the rooftop to investigate. There's a foot chase and we reveal that it's a living garden gnome played by Sam Worthington. (laughs) Oh, fuck off. Hey, if Jai Courtney was in it, so can Sam Worthington could be in it as well. Yeah, they're just the same person. I know, it's why I've cast (laughs) him. So he picks up Sam Worthington and, and then Sam Worthington gnome is like, the king has ridden, the, the king has ridden, the blood of the innocents will be spilled. <laughs> and the gnome king, the gnome kicks Adam in the balls, but nothing happens because Dr. Frankenstein never bothered to attach him because he wasn't comfortable enough in his own sexuality. We read that in his uh, book. The gnome escapes and Frankie goes to the gargoyles because he doesn't remember if they're allies or villains and neither do you. He tells them that about the Garden Gnome King and that the gargoyles can't help because of a truce between the Gnome Kings and the Goyal Queen. They won't stand in his way, though, and suggest that he seek the help of the dwarves. So the big battle is between the armies of gnomes and dwarves, and two faces stood in the middle of it, a full three foot taller than everybody else. And the battle just takes place <laughs> around his knees. Uh, then the Gnome King yells for everyone to stop. Everybody stop. And we reveal the Gnome King, the tallest of the gnomes, but still a gnome, played by Bill Nye. He gives a monologue which lays out his entire plan, but you guys don't need to know what it is right now because it wouldn't make sense anyway. And the challenge is to the creature, the creature to a fist fight. So they have their fight and the monster wins and all the gnomes turn back into porcelain. 
And the movie ends, ends with a werewolf played by Bill Nye setting up a sequel and a crossover with Underworld. And the title is Frankie Goes to Bollywood. <laughs> the whole thing was set up for that. <laughs> I was like, why, why India? Why has he chosen? Ah, there I we think... go. It's so obvious when you look back. Can but I Bill Nye plays three different creatures. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes how much? Is. How much is in the budget just for that? Uh, the budget of the movie is uh, sixty-one million because the movie didn't perform as well, so we're lowering the budget just a tad. And uh, Bill Nye gets fifty-nine million. <laughs> I feel like you got the title first and worked backwards. No, I I did the entire. Well, and I was like, ah, oh, what fuck? What could the title be? The only title I have in my head is Frankie Goes to Bollywood. Just, Damn, that's <laughs> what I did. I'll just say he's in India. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Lewis, thank you guys for your pictures. Lewis, you reminded me of, um, so you said that uh, Dr. Frankenstein may not have been comfortable with his sexuality. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, well, there's, uh, there's a theory that I love is he was so, he was too comfortable in it. So he was. Like extremely misogynistic. So, of course, the the book itself was written by Mary Shelley, mm. and there's a theory that the majority of the people who are killed as a result of Frankenstein coming to life are women, and all of Doctor Frankenstein's actions result in women either dying or being spoiled. So, like his his wife slash fiance dies, and he kind of tells the monster that oh. But don't come and find me on this day because this is the specific day that me and my wife to be have to be apart for we are to be wed. Do not kill her on this day specifically. I will be away. Right? Right. <laughs> and then when there's when there's the issue of I will create a mate for, for my monster, for Adam, he's halfway through making a female Frankenstein's monster and then he, he goes insane. He starts ripping her up because he says that a female Frankenstein's monster would do more damage to the world than a man would ever do. And so he rips her up in front of Adam. And that's why Adam goes on his killing spree. Well, no, he's already gone on one killing spree. So, <laughs> just a light one. Yeah, just a light yeah, one. Like, yeah. The one between breakfast and lunch. That's the result of why Adam then kills his wife. Because and they're great novels. It's a single novel, and it did. Well, Although yes. I haven't read it since I was like ten. No, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's, it's been a while 12. since I watched. It's been a while since I watched any Frankenstein-related material. So thanks for this, Dan. You're welcome. <laughs> I guarantee it's going to be a while before you watch any more Frankenstein-related material. Anyway, thank you guys for your pictures, and you can always, uh, listeners, you can vote for them over on Twitter at Full Starts Podcast. We'll have the poll up as soon as we can. And thank you so much for listening. I guess the, the only thing I can do now is hand over to the next person, which is Ashley. Oh, no. Lewis, you guys won't be able to see this because it's an audio medium, but Lewis had to point to the person because I clearly forgot. Uh, Ashley, give us oh. next movie, please. I'm going on a slightly different tangent. As I said, I, I may have dithered for like Van Helsing or something like that. Van Helsing. But I think Helsing, we've Helsing. seen we've seen two god awful films in a row now. I can't even remember mm. what the, the previous one was. No, I'm sure. Um was it Mummy? Nah. Um yeah, I think it was. It may have been Mummy. Um 
Right, so my one, it wasn't necessarily going to get a sequel film, but there was going to be a TV series with the same actors. And then a bunch right. of things happened that it didn't exactly come across, and it's still kind of in the works, but it's essentially development hell. So we're going to watch a good film. Okay. Galaxy Quest. Oh, Galaxy Quest. Okay. So it's about time we had a good film. I like it a lot. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Galaxy Quest, it is. It's a great movie. I've already watched it once this year. It's a great film. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Don't forget to find us over at uh, at Fullstarts Podcast on Twitter. Download the podcast at all your good podcast places, apart from I think there's one place that won't allow us because we're dirty, smelly uh, Britons. They're too good for us. Google Play? We might be on Google Play now. Have a look. Someone in the US who can actually get on the podcast bit of Google Play. Have a look. Yeah, that'd be nice to know. It is them. Um, I think that's it. We'll we'll try and get a four-play episode out if the cinemas ever open again. Possibly. I mean, we'll probably end up watching one of these musicals that are being streamed now. We'll oh just do God. a review on that. God, no, don't make me do it again. You know well, what, no, we're not going to watch fucking Joseph and the Technicolor theme, Dreamcoat, because Listeners. that was a stupid idea on you. Listeners, for, at Full Starts Pod, I live tweeted uh, Joseph Technicolor Dreamcoat. It was the first time we've seen it. It was weird. It's a trip, right? It's, a, it's, it's something else. He falls down a hole and his brothers sing at him and then they leave him alone. <laughs> that whole thing is everything's coming up, Joseph. That, that's effectively what that thing His is. His Technicolor Dreamcoat is there for the first song and then he is naked. Yeah. So it's look, I'm so great. I've got my Dreamcoat. Oh, it's taken away from me. I'm still really great and I'm yeah. going to get my coat back. It's essentially it's Mega Man X. Hey, viewers, do you Bye. remember the 60s? Here it is. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. Well, thank you so much for listening. And I guess we'll say goodbye and we'll see you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Tatty bye. bye. Oh, okay. That might be more out of date than I expected. <laughs> That's <laughs> very, very sharp. You've got to be careful. got to be careful. I'm, I'm going to drink it. Podcast dog. He's a podcast dog. He's a podcast dog. Yeah, he is. Alright, so let me know when you guys are ready. I'm ready. Ready. Why are you dressed like a jelly bean? I like it. I like that little... Is it your gym jams? I'm dressed like Space Invaders. I mean, oh, yeah, okay, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice, it's nice. Okay, so you ready then? I'm ready, Freddy. All right.